it was such a big house that I cut the back of it off from the front and that's an Airbnb and the front is long-term. So it is like somewhat of a sneaky duplex, but I don't live How there. How did you do that? Because it sounds like you just like took scissors and you're like, I, I cut it off. chopped it off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the Open House Podcast where women talk real estate. I'm Steph Douglas. And I'm Christina Moderis. Hello. <laughs> Hi. How are you? I'm good. I, you just told me you went on a nice walk around your neighborhood and I did too. We have a little farm. I can't, I think it's Boggy Creek Farm uh, right by our house. And we stopped by, like, there's a way where you can kind of walk through where the rabbit cages are and they're all the little baby bunnies. Oh my God. I just want to hold one so bad. The babies are in cages and then the, I think the like males are like out around and (gasps) running around. But it was so cute. That's Love so you, like, cute. kissed one of them. She gave him a little lick. It was so, They were, oh. like, snipping each other. It was very cute. <laughs> That's so cute. I, I, Charlie, we're working on her reactivity. Obviously, if Charlie got that close to a bunny, she would probably try to eat it. But we did get really close to a couple chickens today. They were just, like, kind of wandering the street as well. It sounds like we live in, like, I Snow know. White's world. <laughs> <laughs> but she did so well. She just, like, kind of looked at them, and I was like, it's okay. And she walked right by. So that's great. Yeah. The East side is a, is a wilderness. It's cute. (laughs) It's like a different world. It's like city, but also there's chickens and. Yes. um, And y'all, I mean, we've been in our houses for, I guess, about a year, almost a year. Right. mm -hmm. And I mean, there's just so much to discover. We just, Mm -hmm. we walked to the IMAX theater, which is like right across the highway from our house. I mean, it's, when I say that it's like a 20, 30 minute walk. Um, oh, it's at the yes. Bob Bullock Bob, mm-hmm. Bob Bullock Theater, which is you know on MLK, and we walked through the uh, it's it's a new park that's that's like right in the middle of downtown, and it's I was like oh my god I've lived here for a whole year I haven't it's so beautiful have you been you, I no. was like I need to I need to take a child here like it's Aww. so magical there's like little parks and like pocket things anyway we should take nat and cosette and their babies there oh that sounds i i i also stumbled upon a area i had never been to peace park isn't that <gasps> wild that's oh where they God. do er's birthday i yes. think i had been on the other side of it but i don't know if you've been recently but they did like a whole overhaul of it it's beautiful it's <gasps> so picture picturesque there's like you know, people of all ages of like everyone, like little kids are out right now because there's summer yeah. it's like uh, camps and stuff. And it's just so sweet and there's so many dogs and people and it's – I was oh my God. So me and my friend Lena have been going there on Wednesday mornings and just walking. And we yesterday we decided to go to – have you heard of Littlefield? Yes. Yes. A little place to eat, right? Yeah, it, it's it was so cute, and I was like, "How did I not know this existed?" Because they were businesses that started in the East Side, so they had Veracruz Tacos and oh. Fleet Coffee over there, and it was so cute. But it was also it was funny because I was like, "This is so different than the East Side." It, it was yeah. it was a little <laughs> crunchy mom for me, but yeah. it was really cute. <laughs> but it was really sweet. Like if I had a kid. I would take it over there, but <laughs> take it, just take it on over there. Let it run around, <laughs> just let it run like a dog park. 
Uh, (laughs) once you have a kid we'll 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 correct our language around it (laughs) maybe i don't know but it yeah i it was a little it was weird because it was only moms there too which it was just like a very crunchy mom area but it was very sweet it was cute it was i mean there were also like businessmen sitting at tables like having meetings it was it was that was a little too like weirdly traditional for me where I was yeah like, yeah I don't like this but it was yeah. very cute and I would come with friends and like oh this is I guess this is a sign to just like try to get to know your city a little bit better explore and yes there's so there's so much and there the, the public space really when I walked by that park I'm so annoyed that I'm not remembering the name of it but I was like I, t- I thought of Leslie Nope and like how she she's trying to get just like public spaces and public parks pushed through, and yeah, we should be enjoying them. Mm-hmm. I just yeah, that's ugh. and I'm like, how did I not go to Peace Park before? Like I lived over there, and it, yeah, I know oh it's in God, a whole yeah. different neighborhood. Like I used to live right over there when in yeah when I was renting this little like Shire like esque <laughs> uh, yes. little basement apartment in Clarksville and. So yeah, if you haven't been to Peace Park recently, go. It's so yes. cute. They've done a lot over there. It's very sweet. I I play volleyball at the rec center over there every week mm. and like right across the street from Peace Park or, you know, a little bit further down. But it takes me like seven minutes maximum. And so it's so funny when we think about like Austin is just such a manageable city. Like mm-hmm. it probably takes like 10 minutes from your house to get there, but we think of it as a totally different part of town. And so yeah. I, I'm trying to push myself to like – Okay, I can go south because it takes 12 minutes and like explore down there. <laughs> That's so true. Go explore your city, do a staycation. Um yes. also, I just saw um if you guys don't follow Austin Common, it's such a good I mean it's they their Instagram's great. They post like really yes. useful, helpful information on election local elections that are coming up and changes with the city and they just posted about a new rail line they're adding i think it starts on 38th street and then goes all the way through like downtown goes south so it's it's we're expanding it's really exciting that we're getting more like public transportation because i know the rail line we have now is like kind of a joke (laughs) yeah (laughs) but they're expanding uh, it so yes i'm so happy i mean i've been um in austin since 2007 and every single time there's a local election not every single time but like there's been expansion of the rail line on the ballot multiple times and obviously it does come with a tax increase and so it always gets voted down and so the fact that we are like pushing things through we are a real city and so we need public transportation and we need ways to get around the city without driving yeah it's so true also wait okay before we move on to actual real estate stuff what are your (laughs) thoughts on this (laughs) i Okay, so speaking of driving and public transportation, whatever, I go work out. My workout studio that I go to is downtown. It's like 12 minutes from my house. I was literally one minute late today and I got there and they had given my spot away. They had just, they were like, oh, this is why you need to be here five minutes early for a full class. And I was like, I didn't argue. I was just like, Mm, okay like (laughs) wait so when did you give my class away like 30 seconds ago (laughs) like what (laughs) that's wild one minute yeah and I was like this is annoying because now I have to drive like it it was just a waste Uh, of a morning I made the best of it because me and Levy went on a beautiful walk but I was just like is that normal like that's not 
but not in there. Like they need to have some sort of policy. The the, the one at Orange Theory is uh, five minutes. If you're yes. after five minutes into the class, then they'll give your spot away, which seems reasonable. Fine, get it. Yeah, but it's typically minute five minutes. Ag- aggressive. Yeah. One minute was I. <laughs> I was like, did someone mess something up and now you're making an excuse? Because that's weird. It seems like they probably made a mistake. I I just like really thought you weren't coming. Yeah. I mean, I just – it's a weird time. It's at 742, so I'm like, it's just just a weird – anyway, so I'm like, I'll guess I'll try to get there five minutes early. If I I was up in the sevens and – I, they wouldn't let me attend. I would. I. I don't know what I would have done. <laughs> yeah, I was a little. I was a little frustrated because I was like, yeah, I woke up. I got over here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it, it's. I don't know. It was early. Whatever. But well, anyway, I'm glad the walk. Silver lining. But silver lining man. walk. Yes. <laughs> One other thing: the woman who runs the community, the Austin Common Instagram. She's in the open house community. She is. Yes, and she's actually. So cool. We might be partnering with them soon because we just love them so much. We've been following along with them since we opened. And oh, also, it was our four year birthday and we didn't even <gasps> announce it. We recorded on the day. We didn't even say anything. We were, <laughs> wait, we didn't, we should talk about this because we definitely recorded a podcast on that day. We had yes. that, we had another meeting together. I think we just were so busy with a lot of different things we have going on right now. But y'all, it's our four-year birthday. Like we just four celebrated years. four years. And what did our team it's, do? Yes, very oh my sweet. God, y'all. So we, we forgot. And Alan and Eric, our partners, were like separately. They were like, we're going to go to Lolo for like a happy hour. And I, and we, I was like, oh my god, wow! We're like, you're Same. taking this is amazing. <laughs> I didn't question it for a second. I was just like, cool. At five p.m., we should just get there. And I didn't question team, it either. I yeah. was like, oh my god, sure. This is like, look at us. Who so we are now? Yeah. And when we got there, our team was waiting in birthday hats, and there was a cake, and they had they had planned a surprise party for us for our four year birthday. I was so confused. I was like, wait, is this – am I late to something? Like I thought yeah. – I was like, who are we surprising? And I was yeah. like, oh. <laughs> I was like, am I the one who surprised? Yeah, that, that was your question. <laughs> it was so It was so sweet. It was the sweetest. And really, shout out to Gracie. She like put it together. Everyone else, you know, lied to us <laughs> in, in honor of surprise. Um, we And funny. neither of us are, are really – I mean, we haven't been surprised much in our lives. No, we, I, I don't love – like I well, I like surprises in that way. Like that was very sweet. But if someone's like, "I'm taking you on a date," and uh-huh. I'm like, and I don't know where I'm going, I'm like, "What do I wear? What do I yeah. do?" Unless yes. I'm prepared. But Eric's just like, "Let's just go," and I'm like, "Tell I me, tell me what we're doing." <laughs> so I don't love a surprise like I, that. <laughs> I love I love a surprise, and I I just am so like in control of our social life. That it's really, really hard for Alan to surprise me. Not that he tries very hard, but the surprise birthday party. <laughs> but who ruined that? <laughs> yeah, Ian ruined it. <laughs> that was so sweet. I, yeah, I. I <laughs> but our team, it was so, it was incredible. And four years, it's weird. Four years seems like a really long time, but at the same time, no time at all. Yeah, should have done like our favorite <laughs> memories over the four years. Okay, we got. Well, Aww. I'm like. We'll do that yeah, next okay. time. Okay, let's do that next time. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> we uh, I mean, we we so we had our our 
one year, or sorry, our first opening party, June 1, 2019. And we really are bad at celebrating. Like we've had a lot of success and we've had a lot of good things happen. And then we're just like, okay, what's next? Mm -hmm. Let's go. And so we we need to be forced to celebrate things. Yeah. So that was a perfect little surprise birthday. Um, yes. What, I, I feel like we have one more really exciting thing to chat about. Our office? Yeah. <laughs> Yay! Yeah. It's we're, real. <laughs> we're moving. It's officially real and it's announced and it's so exciting. We are moving. We've we've had two offices since we've opened um, and really just have moved because we've grown each time. And now we're uh, embarking on a commercial rental and we're going to renovate it starting four days ago. Yeah. We, we – so – this is this house was built in like what was it 1917? 1917. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So it's old, but it's there's been a lot uh, – it doesn't look like super old and like charming or like that inside. I think the last – who leased it last? It was like a salon. Yeah, it was like a, it was a weird – like, yeah, salon beauty bar situation. And we're actually posting every single detail of what we're doing on TikTok. So if you want – we have like an office series on there if you want to like go back and see everything we've done so far. Also, we – are working with Danny Cleric, who, if you don't know who she is, I'm surprised. Like a lot of people do. Like I, so <laughs> she's an awesome yeah. designer. She's super young and like really fun. I posted it on Instagram, and my friend Alex was like, "I need to meet her. Please let me meet her." <laughs> and I was like, "I mean, you can come by when we're all working if you want." I was like, "Should we ask her? If she wants to do a meet and greet because I feel like a lot of people are gonna like <laughs> creep on our." just drive on by um, our project, just hoping they would meet her. But she's so talented. She's doing so many things right now. And she's working a lot with like commercial bases. So she sent us a lookbook and I'm I'm so it looks so cute. No, no changes. (laughs) No, no. It's so good. 10 out of 10. I'm so excited. And I've I mean, we I have friends who are also really big fans which is so wild to say because she literally started on TikTok. Mm-hmm. And I remember seeing her first – one of her first early videos of like, watch me decorate my friend's mm-hmm. apartment. And I think like she literally got started just helping her friends decorate and being scrappy like us. And we so we feel really akin to her because she's a young woman in business. Yeah. And she's just killing she it. She really is. And yeah, that's why we decided to work with her. And we didn't even – it was more of like, let's just reach out to see if she has availability. And it, we, I think we were just really lucky to catch her at a time that she had some some extra yeah. time to – yeah, because she's been like in Australia, in Atlanta, in Italy. Yeah. like So, I yeah, I'm just very excited to I get to it. work with like a very talented young person. So – Yes. And the, the space itself, like we are investing in it. It is a rental. However, like we, we think that it will be fully, fully worth it because we'll have a beautiful space. Our community events will be like in this incredible house, old house, which is like very aligned with our values. Like it's not a business park. It's not, you know, it's very much us. And then we're also in a, it's like a little courtyard with three buildings and every single building is rented by a woman-owned business. Yeah, I'm, it's so exciting. It's uh, so LT Gray Coffee Shop, and then what was the bathing suit company? Kitty and Vibes. Yeah. Oh, so excited. Yeah. <laughs> and then there's a salon up top. I think there's four women-owned businesses in this 
it's amazing. So I cannot wait. I, I went there this morning to get coffee and there was another woman that I knew from like just being in Austin and she was like, I heard that there's stuff happening. And I was like, oh my God, this is it. This is community. Mm-hmm. This is such an embodiment of our values. Yeah, it's it's perfect. And they host a lot of events just like us. They do markets uh, on the weekend, which we have been getting into a lot. We'll probably just have our space open on the weekends for people to come by and chat and, you know, talk to us about real estate. So it's just, I'm very excited. Also, I know we've talked about how we were like working with production companies and we talked to someone else yesterday. So I feel like there's just so many things that are happening and like it all happens at once. I feel like there was like a lull for us just like a few months ago (laughs) where it was like, okay, we've settled, I guess like, and then it was just like, bam, bam, bam. Like we got a new office. We are high. We just on, we're onboarding a new agent right now. We're talking like we're, we're working with this amazing designer. We're talking with another production company. Hopefully that will work out. So it's just, yeah, life is ups and downs and crazy. Rains it pours. Yeah. In a good way. But yeah, and and that is like something that we try to talk through at our meetings and stuff because there's, you know, people are like, well, it's so busy. Like, ah, and then it's like, oh, like it's pretty, it's like a lull. It's like, just remember that this is how it is is life in this business and in general. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I, so, so every month, me and Erica have been trying to do like a challenge together. This month, we're trying to meditate every day. When I say trying, I'm already skipped a day. It's <laughs> it's June 8th. It's hard. I don't know. What, I just need to do it in the morning. But the meditation I've been listening to, oh, it's like life is beautiful, then it's horrible. <laughs> And then it's there's the mundane. So it's like enjoy, and it's like breathe in. Not horrible. It was like, it, but it's so good. It was like I think. I mean, the message is there though. Like yes, it's exactly. something like that. Life is horrible. It's not horrible anyway. Life is good. Then it's hard. And then there's like the mundane in the middle, and you have to like ride the hard, enjoy the wonderful, and then just like ride the wave when it's with the mundane. Mundane is part of life, oh and like. Yeah, I think sometimes I struggle in the mundane because I'm like, I don't want to live this normal life. And I'm like, it's fine. Yes. Oh, my God. Yes. <laughs> I'm so guilty of that. Um, but but yeah, that's that's a really good thing to remember. And like the, the walks and the, you know, the dinners with friends. It's like that, you know, you can feel like I need to go travel and I need to do all this mm-hmm. stuff. But really, there is such beauty in in that. And I think that in the mundane is where community is built. Mm-hmm. Like the consistency and the that's so, so true. That's where your it. habits are built. That's where you're building yeah. up like a sustainable life, so you can enjoy those like miraculous, like beautiful times when when you're just like, oh my god, this oh my is god. all so aligned. But you have to kind of just like ride out that mundane, put in the work during the mundane. Um, yeah. yeah. So anyway, uh, we're we're transitioning this podcast to a philosophy podcast. I am now a life away coach. From real no, I'm just <laughs> yeah. I'm not. Um, Okay, so we get into real estate. Yeah, we should. (laughs) Okay, so this – actually, this episode comes out at like the perfect time because tomorrow we're actually hosting a woman investor meetup at my house and we're doing a tour of my sneaky duplex. So if you're listening to this and you're like, no, I missed it, just – we'll add the link to our woman investor meetup. Just join and then we'll post – we are going to post the presentation that I'm doing in our Facebook group. So you'll definitely get it. And um, and if you're like, oh, I joined too late, like you can go into the Facebook group and search. You know, you can do the little search and find it. So it's not – you'll yeah. be able to find it. So but you should yeah. definitely come tomorrow. 
Last month we did it at Steph's house. Yeah, it was better than I thought it was going to be. Like we're, we're kind of, you know, we're transitioning between offices, like we said, and so we were like, oh, maybe we should do like somewhat of a field trip at one of our properties. And so we, the the one we did it at was a tiny home on wheels, which has gotten a lot of attention on TikTok and just like in general, people are interested um, for a good reason. It's just like a very like an already done thing that you roll onto your property. And we had huge attendance. We talked through like the logistics of it, the, you know, what it brings in every month, stuff like that. And it was really well received. It was also really fun for it me. Was, it was such a good time. People like weren't leaving. <laughs> like the event yeah. at the end, we were like, I was like, Gracie, you can go home because she, you know, she, wor- she yeah. <laughs> works all our events. And but yeah, it was, it was such a good time. We had such good conversations. Yeah. There were people who had been following us for a while who, you know, this was their first event. And one lady, she was like, I've been following you for like since you started your company. And this is the first event I've come yeah. through. And like, I loved it. It was so much fun. So I just love our women investor meetups. And yes, we just want to talk today about sneaky duplexes because I think, no, I mean, we coined that term, right? Mm-hmm. And where did that- I need to get it copyrighted? We do. I know. I I know. We, <laughs> I mean, I need to think like abundance mindset when I think of like, like, for example, we saw the someone, some other real estate company was like, we host first-time homebuyer classes. And I was like, oh, no, they're trying to take over what we yeah. do. And I was like, no, 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 that's yeah. good. We want that. We want yeah. more people to learn yes, about this. Yes, it's yes. okay. Like, what you do is very unique, whatever. So anyway. Yes. But yes, sneaky duplex is an open house term. Yes. That And you, you yeah. kind of kicked us off with that, right? Like, you started at your house. Yeah. I mean, I think the the – concept of house hacking is not ours, but I do think that it got, you know, I got it and kind of came upon that kind of organically just being scrappy and like wanting to earn money and like house house hacking. I learned that term after I actually did it. But then I was like, okay, I'm kind of in this phase where I don't want to have a roommate. I didn't want to ha- share space. I didn't want to share my kitchen. I just wanted to have income, but I didn't want to share any space. And so I bought a house that already had sort of like a side unit that someone had already added on and there was next year your door and I was like hey this could be you know a private space for someone that they don't have to come into my house and it was wildly successful and so we kind of started to teach it and we we call it sneaky duplex because sneaky because it's not a real duplex it's not like we have two units with a kitchen with two big kitchens and all of that it's it's a a section of your house that is kind of like a hotel room, mm-hmm. right? Yours is especially like a hotel room. Yeah, it, it is. And I think also when people come to us or when they were coming to us, they were like, I want a duplex. And I think it's because when you Google like, what's a good investment? Duplex, triplex, quad, like all those come up. And it's kind of hard to find like, or it's going to be in an area you might not want to like have your first home yes. in. So for example, yeah. like, I was looking for a duplex for my first home and I remember finding one actually in on, on an auction in Austin and I went to – I drove to it and there were people fighting. <laughs> there was like scream people screaming in the yard and I, you know, I was like 24. I was going to live there. Like I was going to do this whole project by myself essentially and I was like, uh, it it was just like not in a neighborhood I wanted to live in for my first house and, and live there. So, I, and then I tried to find another duplex. It was just like hard to find a duplex. So we, yes. um, this is a this is a way that you can have a duplex and yeah. you get to decide where. Right, and the because there's the zoning 
there's so many zoning laws in in almost every city. So when you think about, oh, I have a duplex and it'll just be in a normal like single family neighborhood, usually there's zoned for specifically duplexes. So it's just like you probably recognize like a duplex street where every single thing is a duplex. They're also in potentially a worse shape because they're usually bought and rented out. And so the pride of ownership isn't there. So it usually takes a lot more money to renovate them than it would a single family house. So there are just like a lot of reasons. It, it's also, there's um, a price increase just for the fact that it's a duplex because they're, the value is so obvious. And so what we tried to do is add value in like a less obvious or sneaky way and still have two separate units. Yeah. I think one convenience of trying to buy a duplex is the way the lending process can go. So if you do buy a duplex, they can count the income. So if you plan to live on one side, they can count the income that you would earn from the other side towards your debt to income. So it would like it would help you be able to buy it essentially. But if you don't yeah. necessarily need that assistance, then it's it's whatever. But so it's there's pros and cons. Um, I will so before I guess we move on to I guess specific examples of sneaky duplexes, I want to talk about what house hacking is because I think a lot of people don't know exactly what that means. House hacking is when you buy a house to live in and you're trying to supplement your income through renting out parts of your house. So you can do that through renting out rooms, which is how me and Steph both started. You can do that by a sneaky duplex or having a tiny house. So any it's it's whatever even renting out the land. Like a lot of, you know, a couple yeah. of our clients have done that where they have a big yard and they've rented out part of their yard to someone who has an airstream. So there's different ways of doing it, but it's it's when you live in the house and you are trying to eliminate yeah. or lower your monthly mortgage payment. Yeah. And it really appeals to people because to me, as someone who didn't grow up with wealth, who I'm not going to get an inheritance, you know, it's really attractive. And it, this is true for a lot of people that you can put a really low amount down if you're buying a house to live in. And so you're putting that amount down and then you can essentially eliminate your payment, which means you have that money that you would have spent on rent or mortgage and you're able to invest that. You're able to save that. And like that really is is a quick way to build wealth when you didn't have very much wealth to begin that's, with. That's a great point. And you can use these strategies at every single like part of your real estate journey. Like for example, when I bought my first house, I it was a three bedroom, one bath well, this is the first house I bought to live in, three bed, one bath house. And it was less than 900 square feet. And I lived in one room. The middle room, I did um, like a three month lease. And then the other room, I did Airbnb because it had its own entrance. So it was like an Airbnb room, which is insane that I did this uh, now because I'm just like, you know, I'm just like a curmudgeon now. I'm like, I don't want people in my house. But at that time, it was like amazing because I was not only eliminating my monthly payment, I, I was able to like save more money every single month to then buy my next investment. I also gained a lot of equity in that house, was able to pull out money a few years later and like buy property with my sister in Florida that we love. And like, so it just, it's, it was one strategy that I used to like do other strategies, real estate strategies in my life. Yes, it can it can snowball into an investment portfolio, mm -hmm. which it literally did for us. Yes, exactly. And then the way 
I'm house hacking now is very different than how I originally house hacked where now I wanted. So after living in that house for multiple years, I was like, I need something that's like works new. I want most, I want two bathrooms. So we bought a new build and it was significantly more, which I'm going to, all this, I'm going to go over in the presentation tomorrow. It was significantly more. And I was like, I still want to pay. Like I want me, my monthly payment to be what my mortgage was at my other house. And granted, I live with um, Eric, my boyfriend. So he, I was like, if I can pay 2000 a month and he can pay 2000 a month, that makes sense to me. Because like, what? where else are we going to be able to live in this over 2000 square foot new build house with three bathrooms for us. So it, yeah, anyway, I'm going to show y'all how with doing a sneaky duplex in our house, it's not going to get rid of my mortgage payment, but it will lower it enough where it makes sense for us and also will not eliminate my monthly payment, but it will lower it enough where I get to live this like beautiful in this beautiful house it's like very luxurious to me. I've I've never lived in a new build, never had like my own bathroom that I can just it's a huge bathroom, huge closet, whatever. And then also I'm going to show y'all that um the rent that I would have to pay if I lived in a house like this. So, yeah. Um yes. The difference yes of how you can house that. And if you're renting, yeah, you're not you're not building equity. And so you bought this house. The the one thing that people will bring up is that you're able to qualify for that, Mm -hmm. you know. But there's a lot of people who are able to qualify for a lot more than what they actually want to pay. And so in this case, we both bought houses because I did something similar. We both bought houses that we would never have bought without the ability to supplement. You know, we wouldn't have stretched our budget this much. But the fact that we're able to cut two thousand to three thousand, even up to four thousand, my case in some months. It made sense for us to stretch our budget to this to this point. So that's a good point. That's, that's when it's like they're right? gonna they're gonna make yeah, that will be the like what people are gonna bring up. And I did. We both did this. We both stretched our budgets to the very end. Like this was the very max that I could afford. And yes. so essentially, kind of risky if you are risk averse. Um, Right, (laughs) but I was like, "There's no way." Like, I know that I can section off this part of this house. I know that I can do this. Like, I I just was so confident in it because I've done it before. Yes, yeah. I think that the risk tolerance piece comes in with like people, you know, people saying, "Well, what if the worst happens? What if you can't get someone to rent it?" You know, and you could say that about literally anything. And if you continue to say that about things, then you just won't do anything. You know, so you have to, you know, high risk, high reward. And in our case, like moderate risk, high reward, because Austin, we were buying in a place where we know we're going to, if we can't rent it out on Airbnb, then we can rent it for midterm. We can rent it to travel nurses. We can rent it, you know, there's just other, we have plan A, plan B, plan C. For me, it doesn't feel like such a risk, but we were able to qualify for these high, these high mortgages because we have a business and we, you know, we, we do definitely like we've set ourselves up for this. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like we wouldn't have been able to qualify for these loans like five years ago before we started no, our business. That's that's a good point. Yeah. What was your first sneaky duplex? I know you kind of brought it up in the beginning. My my portfolio has been really built from me buying a house, living in it for two years. And then buying another primary residence, moving away from the house prior, transitioning that into a rental, and then and then moving into the house again, 
like we've said, if you do that, you can put little or you know, very little down. And so you're really building a portfolio with not very much cash up front because I've never had very much saved and I haven't had help from anyone. So I bought my first house in 2013, living it for two years. Bought my second house in 2016, I guess three years, 2016. And I was like, really, really hustling. Like I rented one room out on Airbnb, rented one room out long-term, rented the back house, you know? Um, so I didn't sneaky duplex that one, but I did house hack it heavily. Then 2018, I bought the house that I mentioned. It was an amazing location, really, really rough shape. Christina <laughs> had walked it before and been like, nope. <laughs> I walked in it with my one of my clients and friends and we were both like, well, this needs to be torn down. Like I, I know, and I'm always like, no, we can salvage this. But I was like, this is yes. It was really rough, and really, anyone with the right mind would have tor- torn it down. I was very optimistic, and like, I had, I, it worked out. But I definitely spent three times what I thought I was going to spend. I remember thinking, like, I have thirty thousand dollars. That is more money than I, I can't, I can't even believe I have. I was, I just started real estate, and I had thirty thousand dollars saved up. And I was like, this is, I remember telling a contractor, like, don't worry, don't even worry. I have 30K budgeted. And he was like, <laughs> <laughs> I ended up spending 90 oh somehow. <laughs> um, this isn't a good example. Don't, well, don't follow. Well, I like <laughs> hearing this because this, I, we need to do a story about this because this is crazy. It was, it was shocking. And you did, you were trying to do the plumbing yourself. Yes. I was in awe. Oh my God, y'all. <laughs> I went to the plumbing supply store and I was like, listen, I'm going to do it myself. Can you just tell me what I need? <laughs> and the plumber, there was a plumber there like shopping and he was like, girl, no. no, I will come and I will give you a deal. He really did. That's so funny. <laughs> but but yeah, so scrappy, scrappy. And that was the one that had the main entrance for the main house. And then there was a door that connected the two units, quote unquote units, but I covered one side with a big, like beautiful mid-century bookshelf. And then the other side, there was like a dresser. And then I bought um, like a big piece of art and you really couldn't tell that there's a door between them, but I wanted to leave it there because just in case I ever wanted to rent the whole thing out, or if I wanted to live there and have the whole house instead of just you know, my portion. So, so I, I really love the art of the sneaky duplex because there's definitely things that you need to think about. Like you want them to have a private entrance where they can have some like place to sit, like a little outdoor space, which you have as well. Which I'm um, like, they don't really so use. I build- we need to build like a fence or something around it. But- oh yeah. That's a, that's a good idea. Like real people really care about privacy and fencing. Like it's shocking what fencing can do. Even just like a panel of the fence barrier really, really helps they, with they, privacy. They feel yes. that there's a barrier. <laughs> yeah. Yours is so cute. And yours is in the, in the front of your house. So it's like very obvious. You can see it. Mine's kind of on the side, but regardless, there's People want a little space, a space, even if they see it on the pictures and don't even use it. It's yeah. nice. If you guys come to my house tomorrow, it's kind of I'm like, oh, they're coming to my house. I'm like, don't judge me. I have nothing on my walls yet, even though I've lived here for a year. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, it's a piece of art in, in itself. It's so beautiful. Uh, it's it. It's not my typical style. Like I, but I, the relief of just like everything is working is what I needed oh after God. just like yes. five years of like buying essential tear down homes and renovating them and this and that. It was just like, I was like, I need a, I need to come home and not have that. I yes. need, 
I was just like renovating properties. Like we had renovated the retreat house, our beach house, like these. How, and I was like, I just need a space. And then our, our old house was like one bathroom, you know, always a project. So I was just like, this is what we need. We need this. So I, I feel very lucky to live in this house. It's not yes. my ideal style, but you can't have everything. You just can't. Yeah. And I, my quality of life, my relationship, everything has just been so much better. So yeah. But so how we did our sneaky duplex is we bought a, a bookshelf door kit. And so we're going to kind of talk to you how, uh, talk you through how that went, how we tried to soundproof things. We'll show you guys like materials that we're, we used. And when I say we, Eric built this, I did not build it. Um, I had yeah. just <laughs> torn my ACL and was useless. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, that's right. Um, when we moved he, in, I couldn't yeah. walk He's, up like the state. Like when we moved into our house, I had like, was like hobbling. So it was. <laughs> yeah, he did so much. Yeah. He's very capable yeah, though. He is. So he'll be there too to kind of talk through that kind of stuff that I wasn't really a part of because I was medicated. Um, so so he'll be there too. Um, and we'll go over like all the costs and everything. So I'm excited to show y'all. That's so exciting. I mean, it really, the, the fact that it's such a beautiful house and like, it's just a piece of that, it, it's going to open people's minds, I think. Because I think when people think like scrappy or like, you know, sneaky duplex, they're thinking they it has to be, you know, in a in a super like cheap house that they, yeah, they know, take themselves like a different out, side of it. They probably take themselves out of the equation. They're like, these girls can do yeah. it, but I can't because I have this, this and this, or I do this and this. But yes. like, there's so many different ways to do it. You do not have to do your own plumbing. Like there's, you can start at (laughs) every level. We are just, that's just, you know, we have just different risk tolerances. We, but you can start at any age with at any time of your life. Um, yeah, we're going to have a sneaky duplex for as long as we can. Um, yeah, Yeah. (laughs) I know that is something like, how do you say, how do you say no to like 2000 to $3,000? A month. That's twenty four to thirty six thousand dollars a year, and in it when it's not affecting your quality of life, when it's not, you're not having to share space. It really is an amazing way to supplement anything, even if you don't need need it. You know, yeah. yeah. And even doing it for like a couple of years to obtain a goal quicker. If you're like, I'm trying to save fifty k, yes. like, how do I do it? I w- we were thinking like. I was like, Eric, one of our challenges, I wonder if we should try to like see who can make 5K in a month. Uh, and then – or I, at first I said 10K and then I was like, no, 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 5K. And yeah, <laughs> and he, he was like, how would you do that? And I was like, I don't know. I could – I feel like as a marketer, like you – I should definitely be able to like know how to make 5K if I, if I needed to. And – but yeah, we did not do that because I was like, I don't want to add that stress right now. But it could be fun, like a fun – like who can make 5K yes. first? <laughs> I love this. Cha- I love that y'all are doing these challenges. It seems like so productive and exciting, and like you have it's time bound and it's it cool. Fun. Last month we did no TV, and honestly, I feel like it was not that bad. I TV is such a distraction to me. Like I I like it, but I will just be. A, I will watch it. I will watch it every day, and I yeah. can't. It's like I have to do it. It's all or nothing. So I think yes. we could do another month without it. But like I, I like the. In increments of like no nothing for a month so it was nice. yeah and it probably builds that muscle where like you probably are just gonna watch less tv in general now mm, no. Mm. Uh, no i watched <laughs> yeah, i watched to catch it. up on what you didn't watch june first <laughs> happened and i was like there's this show i have yeah. to watch and yeah so yeah all yeah. or nothing for me <laughs> all or nothing okay so sneaky duplex so 
I did so I did that first Nikki Duplex that I talked about. And then I bought a second or no, sorry, not even second. This is I, I think probably number three in my nope, number four in my primary residences on Ninth Street and lived in that for a while. And then as I moved out, I really like the idea of like having a long-term rental everywhere in every property because just like you're adding somewhere for someone to rent in an affordable rate. I it was such a big house that I cut the back of it off from the front and that's an Airbnb and the front is long-term. So it is like somewhat of a sneaky duplex, but I don't live How there. How did you do that? Because it sounds like you just like took scissors and you're like, I, I cut it off. chopped it off. Yeah. <laughs> so the the primary suite, it was it, it took up like, you know, the back quarter of the house. And so I essentially for that one did not keep the door. So I took the door and the door frame completely off and I replaced it with drywall just so that it looks like a regular wall. And I put um, like that double thick or like the extra thick drywall as a replacement because the sound barrier is like a big deal. Do y'all hear yours? Um, Your people? We, it depends. Sometimes yes. And I'm definitely going to go over the pros and cons of like a sneaky duplex. But yeah, sometimes we can. But I we do have like a noise yeah. machine in there too, right? Like for them to make sure that they're not mm-hmm. hearing anything because you because it the sound um, like making sure that that's as little of a problem as it can be is important because you also don't want to feel self conscious about like you know watching TV in your own house. So that's definitely something. There's also when you're doing a sneaky duplex, the HVAC, the AC and heat are connected because it's you know you're doing oh, it in yes, one house yes. where it's usually connected. So we have taken to adding a, a mini split so they can have their own control and shutting the vent, even though it still comes through a little bit. What did you all do? Did you just have um, just keep it? We kept it. And in my messaging in like a day or two before, I'm just like, hey, let us know how you like to sleep. And then we'll just, I mean, we typically keep our house in the summer around like 74, 73 downstairs anyway, just to like keep it cool because it's so hot. And right. then at night, we just change it to whatever they want. And we have two. So we sleep upstairs. We have a different thermostat upstairs than downstairs. Oh, nice. So it's really nice. We, it's no one, it's been great so far. No one has like said anything, even about the noise. So, and I will say like when, so we, every Monday we have um, friends over for coffee and like, so, or like if we're hosting people, I will block off if I know we're going to host and we're going to have a lot of people, I'll block it off. But typically people will check out on Monday anyway. So when we have people over for coffee, if we know they're still there, I'm like, don't bring your dogs because your dogs will like bark and be like, yeah. You know, if you have barking yeah, dogs, yeah. don't. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but th- yeah. that's that's yeah. It. <laughs> there's definitely con- right. There's definitely considerations. You have to be like a little considerate. Mm-hmm. And um, I remember one time a while ago, like we were smoking marijuana <gasps> in our house, oh. I know. and they the people in the sneaky duplex were like, we can smell it, and we were like, oh shit, yeah, because they're all it's all oh, connected, yes. like the the ductwork. Yes. So you just have to be <laughs> think about things like yeah. that, the noise especially, but like yeah, smells and AC. But like when you think about how much money you make every month, it's definitely worth it to be a little bit more considerate mm-hmm. and like a little more thoughtful because you're you're earning so much. Right. So. And and for like it, it's also nice cuz you can block it off and then have people over. So yes. like for this month, right. Eric uh like oh, Saturday his friends are coming. So we have two rooms that they can stay in. And and we typically don't need we don't need three bedrooms for ourselves and this like office that we have I have my own office Eric has his own office and we have a garage like we don't need that much square footage yes. for us 
And so it just it makes it makes sense. So now we when we have guests over, we can block that space off and then there's two extra guest rooms and honestly this the couch behind me pulls out too, so we could have like three different spaces to host people. And so also good. I'm going to have like a a favorite things party coming up and like we I just blocked yes. it off. So I just block it off whenever I'm like I for sure want to be as loud as I want and like not think about it. Yeah. And like a huge part of this whole thing is people love to have space for guests, for their family to come, for their friends to come. And having a guest space dedicated that you don't rent out, it's like that's being used like 3% mm-hmm. of the time, you know. And so like having this space that you you can block whenever you need it and use it but then also make money when there, you don't have yeah. guests, it's just it just makes sense. True. And like so I know – and some people might be okay with this depending on the time, you know, of your life. Um, when I was uh, – I used to rent out when I just lived alone uh, just a room in my house and I didn't care. I was like – I met so many cool people through Airbnb. Like I met this – me and my friend Lena were talking about this guy that we met through when we used to Airbnb a room in our house when we lived together and he's so nice. He lives in – he's from Mexico City and every time like we – I remember once we had a layover there and he just like picked us up, took us around, like so kind, like told us like tips of Mexico City. Ugh. And I just chatted with him the other day and I was like, yeah, me and Eric want to come. And he's like, oh, yes. Like whenever you come, like we, we need to show you around, like let's hang out. So it's just it's you can meet really cool people. I it just it, it's, yes. I know as a single woman, like you can't be has it's you can be hesitant about that. Yeah. I get it. I've been watching a lot of – listening to a lot of crime podcasts lately. That's how I got around <laughs> not watching TV. I was like, what trash can I do? Like, what trash can I yes. listen to or consume? And it was like <laughs> crime podcasts. So I get it. It's like can be it can be scary. But it, yes. I've, I never had a scary knock on wood that no one else does. But Right. There's definitely a way for you to be a little bit more discerning on Airbnb. Like you can make them send a picture of their ID. Like there's ways that you can do this without taking risks. <laughs> um, and that, I mean, it's a sim- similar thing as, as like the risk versus reward. You know, we're not definitely not wanting to risk our lives, but there's definitely things that you can do <laughs> to to mitigate the risk, especially if you're a single woman. But but yeah, I just feel like the people are in general pretty good. Yeah. And you can have a camera in your house. Like that can be totally – not in the bathroom or whatever, but like in a common space and just let them know. Um, you can have a lock yeah. on your door. I mean I didn't do any of these. I locked my door, but not – I didn't do the camera. But uh, you can, you know, if you if you want to yeah. try it out. Do Like travel nurses, that's that's – Definitely. I know. I feel like now it might be overused, but there's lots of websites like that where people have traveling jobs and they're barely in the house. So yeah, it's like a two month contract or something. Right. Midterm. And that is usually legal. But the good thing about a sneaky duplex, if you live there, you don't need, I mean, you don't need, you, you can get a permit in Austin really Mm -hmm. easily because you live there. Mm -hmm. So yeah. So all, all in all, like a very smart thing. And, and I think at Christina's house tomorrow, if you're listening to this on Tuesday or even Wednesday mm-hmm. tonight, um, we will see it done in a really like luxurious way and, and it doesn't have to be as scrappy as as everyone's thinking. Um, I can't wait. I can't wait to yeah, see it. Yeah, I'm excited to give you all a tour. And yeah, if you have a guest room, just think about it differently. <laughs> it's just sitting there. Yeah. What could you do it's with just it? sitting there. Like, yeah. Exactly. How can you make $5,000 in – Two to th- two to three <laughs> yes. months. 
two to three months, two to and three then be months. done. <laughs> and really, adding adding an exterior entrance. First of all, it doesn't like alter it to the to the point where you can't use yeah. it yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, it's and it's also people think that that is like a really really hard thing to do. A contractor can do that in one to two yeah. days and without very much money. Yeah. So, and I'm gonna go over how much so, yeah. it cost the, for us, how long it took, yes. everything. So, hopefully, we'll see you tomorrow or today, whatever day Yay. you are listening yeah. to this. Yeah. Wait, what <laughs> or what yesterday. day? What let me say, what day is the day that we are doing? Okay, so it would be okay, June 28th. If you're listening the day before on yes. hopefully we'll see you. June 28th, 2020. June 28th. <laughs> yes, in the evening. Yes. And yeah, Christine is welcoming us into her home. Yeah, see you soon. Don't judge um, me. We, yeah. <laughs> we'll end on that. <laughs> okay. Bye. Mm-hmm. Bye. <laughs>